0: BLOB TALK RADIO
1: I am your host, Sister Ava Muhammad. My co-host is Brother Terrence Muhammad. Our executive producer, Sister Rona Muhammad. Our international correspondent, contributor, and analyst is Brother Ruben Muhammad. And, of course, every single one of you who tune in to Elevated Places Every Thursday night on Blog Talk Radio, whether you call in at 563-999-3065, that's 563-999-3065, or you log in via your phone, your tablet, your iPad, your desktop, your device, and you come in on blogtalkradio.com forward slash elevated places. We are so happy to have you here on Thursday night. And uh, you can also hear elevated places on Sundays every week at 4 p.m. central five Eastern live from Chicago on WVON Uh, elevated places is uh, moving up and keep listening in both tonight and on Sundays, uh, so that we can apprise you of an upcoming major move that Elevated Places is going to make, and I think most of you will really uh, love it. And so we are here tonight. alaikum brother Terrence. Ramadan Mubarak. Well, as-salam. Ramadan Kareem. Yes, sir. It's wonderful to be here. We've got a packed switchboard and a packed agenda tonight coming off of the major uh message delivered that the community waited breathlessly for and uh they were blessed to receive live uh org and many people uh broadcast the event on their uh device via Facebook Live. We'll talk about how that occurred. But the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan did speak at St. Sabina Catholic Church in Chicago one week ago tonight. That is why we were not on the air, because we were all either there or tuned in. To hear uh, Minister Farrakhan respond to the ban by Facebook, but bigger than that, to uh, come out and greet his wonderful supporters at this community rally, because that's what it was. It was a rally in support of the Honorable Minister Louis Barakon. And we're going to talk about the content of that as well tonight and many things that are going on. Uh, but we're going to go ahead and start our program, and we are going to begin with our contributor and analyst out of Melbourne, Australia the one and only Brother Ruben Muhammad. Let's make sure we have his mic open. Brother Ruben, assalamu assalam alaikum.
2: alaikum. Wa alaikum salam, to Dr. Ava Ramadan Mubarak.
1: Ramadan Kareem. Yes, sir, welcome, oh, and we're happy you've you can... you able to be on, and we're going to let you take it away with your uh, contribution and analysis.
2: All right, all right. Well, greetings to all of the listeners. And as you mentioned, we're uh, off the heels of uh, hearing from uh, Divine Minister speak to us last week, and many things happened last week. One of the most important is that on May eighth, 1942, is when the FBI arrested the Honorable Elijah Muhammad on false charges. So go back to our history and read what happened then and what took place before that as well with the Battle of Los Angeles, the real Battle of Los Angeles, that Savior's Day on February 26, 1942, when the U.S. government was firing on uh, something that came out of the Pacific, which we now know is what they call an unidentified flying object, which looked like the mother plane. And you can read the history of that and the real battle and what they did and how many shells they shot up in the air and all of that. So uh, that was uh, in our history. Just you know, seventy-seven years ago, that took place. Also, last yeah. week was uh, the seventy-eighth birth anniversary of Mother Taneda Muhammad on May the tenth. Followed, of course, by mm. May eleventh was the eighty-sixth birth anniversary of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, which was celebrated by many, many, many people around from around the world. You could see it on social media, the impact he is having and has had on many different people from all walks of life, you know, from the Middle East, from Asia, Africa, uh, of course, the Caribbean, United States, et cetera. So uh, that was all happening last week as we were hearing from him. So uh, very quickly as well, uh, hot on the heels of the trade war with China. Uh, We'll get to China in just a minute, but uh, it looks like Donald Trump is seeming to have a little bit of a pushback uh, because he now feels that he is being pressured to get into this war with Iran. Uh, He's getting all kinds of pressure from within America, and also this morning on the Saudi Arabian state newspaper. They started um, egging America on, saying that the U.S. should launch a precision strike on Iran. Uh, This is after what looked like some kind of a false flag operation, where they said that two Saudi oil tankers and a pumping station were attacked by some people. Uh, sabotage. They didn't really say what happened to these big oil tankers that apparently were coming through the Straits of Hormuz uh, right next to Iran and the United Arab Emirates. But anyway, the Saudi government is pushing for America to start that war as well, as many within Trump's own White House. So let's keep an eye on that, because the Honorable Elijah Mohammed did tell us about this war and these events that would take place today. In the middle of the trade war with China, uh, of course, China. um, uh, You can. uh, I'm not sure uh, if if people ever get onto newspapers, the Chinese newspapers, such as the South China Post. Many of them publish an English version online. But basically, the Chinese government is saying, "Look, we don't want a war with America, but if you bring it, we're going to fight till the end." Um, So um, uh, they've began the retaliatory. uh, tariffs as well on American goods uh, they've, one of the most important things that they actually did was they cancelled an, an import order of US pork we know that the Chinese eat probably more pork and Asians uh, in that part of the world than just about everyone else and they actually have a uh, just like America has um, uh, well they tell us they have gold stored at Fort Knox the Chinese government actually have six months worth of pork supplies stored in the country just in case something goes wrong in the world. So they've actually canceled an order of over 3,000 metric tons of U.S. pork. This is the biggest cancellation according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, and this was done uh, just today. So uh, this has been an interesting week where it's tit for tat, and the Chinese definitely um, uh, 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 not a pushover. They are a superpower, and it will be interesting to see how far this goes, uh, because even though he in Australia, the way they're looking at the way President Trump is acting is he believes he's going to make all this money from tariffs from China, but it's really the American consumer, because the corporate uh, corporations are not going to uh, absorb this tax. They're going to pass it on to the consumers. So we will begin to see Uh, You know the 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 American spending bill whether it's you know on everyday items such as uh, Household items, items etc that come from China start to rise in price and they may go up on an average family I've read some reports there some analysts from uh, some of the big networks like CNN and CNBC are saying up to fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars more every year on the same products you're buying now So this will begin to hit the American consumers quite hard if it continues. As well, uh, last week was the uh, uh, very important election taking place in South Africa. They had their national elections, and as expected, the ANC, the African National Congress, claimed the victory, uh, just over 57 percent of the vote. What was very interesting is that um, the economic freedom fighters. This is uh, uh, the black political party called EFF. These are the ones who wear the red shirts or the red jumpsuits uh, or overalls uh, everywhere they're seen. They gained uh, more seats and and they gained almost 10 percent of the vote of the people. Why that is important is because they were the main opposition to the ANC in many areas in South Africa. Because We are now 25 years since Mandela was released from prison and the so-called end of apartheid. And black people are still suffering, mainly, um, not not just because of jobs, but mainly because they did not receive their land back. And it was only one party, the economic freedom fighters, who have brought the land question to the forefront of everyone. And, of course, they're saying, we're not going to buy back our land. We want our land back because it was stolen from us. So... That has been a big issue in South Africa. And uh, go online and read and understand more what's happening on that continent, because what will happen in South Africa uh, will have reverberations all the way up into Zimbabwe and all the way into East Africa and other uh, African nations as well. Uh, Let's not forget the disasters in Africa. They're still recovering or trying to recover. Uh, They've had the uh, devastating weather there, and thousands of people are still without good health, or even homes, and uh, go online and see some of what's going on that's not being reported by uh, the media. Also, very, very quickly, um, something interesting came out. Uh, Most of us are familiar with uh, uh, the apps we use on our smartphones, the WhatsApp uh, apps. They finally told the world what we've kind of been knowing for a while, because those who were activists around the world have had their phones hacked and Uh, you know, other eavesdrop and whatnot, Uh, not just the NSA. But what came out in the news today or or this week is that it was an Israeli company that has been manufacturing and spreading a lot of these um, uh, uh, technology that allows governments to listen in on people's phones, put their cameras on, et cetera, track them. And this also came out with the desk of uh, the journalist, uh, Mr. Khashoggi, who was murdered at uh, the Saudi Arabian embassy in Turkey. So interesting. uh, Go online and understand how um, many of the devices we take uh, for granted and keep on our phones, how they're used against us, and how they can be used against us uh, wherever you may be around the world. So I'm going to jump off, because i am very happy to be on the show today but i want to hear from everyone else so thank you dr ava for uh, bringing me on early in the show and i'll stay on the on the line for any questions throughout the show so may allah continue to bless us as we go through this holy month of ramadan and continue to follow if you haven't seen it go back and study what the honorable minister louis farrakhan said to us from saint sabinus church last week may allah continue to bless you. your you, family assalamu alaikum
0: Wa alaikum,
1: we love you as well. We love you as well. All right, so, brother, that was an excellent uh, report. And we always want to open up uh, hearing from our contributor. And then, of course, want to bring it right down to ground zero and hear from Brother Terrence Muhammad, who will uh, take us into. What is going on around the nation And Brother Rubin will be available uh, Throughout the program To elaborate on his report Or answer any questions That you may have So Brother Terrence
3: Yes, yes, yes We are here once again And I know, trust me I know, I know All of us um, were sick When we knew that we weren't going to be on last week But, but We gave an <laughs> antidote We gave the best antidote to us not being on last week. We gave you the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan, and he gave so much healing. So you may have been hurt that we wasn't on, but the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan spoke last week, so we wanted to make sure that everybody was able to tune in to him. And if you did not catch it, go to NOI.org, NOI.org, and you can even go to the forward slash we are Farrakhan and go back and hear the words as Brother Ishmael delivered a beautiful uh, defense of uh, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. He just laid it out, and I will just say for those that want to defend, just take nuggets from his laying out of different things that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan that you can take and use as building your own personal case and especially those that have been with and have seen the things and know of the blessed things that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has done, and those that are his followers that are amongst us in our communities that testify and do the work of the minister and make good reports in our community and good relationships around the world. So we want to make sure you continue to testify and let the people know, and the enemy know, that we are Farrakhan. And I'm glad Brother Ruben, gave that beautiful report because it also now ties yeah. in to if the reality, and we know how the reality is, you're watching the news, there's smoke screens here, there's smoke screens there, but us about to go to war is right there. So, of course, if you're about to go to war, you can't have someone who is voice is loud as the loudest voice out there talking about don't go to war. Don't kill. So it's interesting how the minister's been taking off Facebook and now's brother Rubin letting us know that, you know, there's the possibility of this war. And Trump don't want none of China. Trump does not want nothing from China. China <laughs> ain't no little push-around country. China will. Matter of fact, China don't even have to throw a blow by weapons. They just pull out their money, and we all just was sink as Brother Ruben has taught us so well before. So just jump right into just a couple of things as we get ready to go into our show. Um, Please remember last, this past Monday, was the anniversary of the MOVE bombing and the MOVE organization in Philadelphia. And we consider this the second city that was bombed in America, the first one in June 2019-21 uh, in Tulsa, Oklahoma, dropped a bomb on the Black Black Wall Street. And we say this is the second home where they dropped C-4 on a move occupying, destroying blocks of houses, not only the compound that this wonderful group of brothers were in. And um, luckily our sister Pam Africa, I mean not Pam Africa, but Ramona Africa, finally got released after they arrested her doing all this stuff just crazy history, but we want to make sure to remember those histories. And give a shout-out to those that are standing up and immediately took to the streets and stood up for our sister Pam Turner, the black woman that was killed in Texas. Uh, There was a press conference today. uh, uh, Attorney Crump was at the press conference. But also our brother, Student Minister Abdul Halim, was there with Trader Truth. Uh the the rap artist MC was there who's always there in dealing with the people in Houston and making sure that they was on the the ground and shout out to brother Derek for making a strong case on one of the news networks. I think it was A B C twenty five, I'm not Zach, uh, um, but he was on a media talking about what was going on. He even said that if they would have killed a dog, shot a dog like that, the whole world would be in the uproar. But because he killed a black woman, there's no outcry. But we will be the ones to are saying the outcry. So, I mean, that's a lot of other stuff that's going on, but I just want to jump right into it. But I do want to also, before I end, continue to continue, continue, continue to push the honorable minister Lewis Farrakhan on your social media networks. Don't let them think that you have gotten quiet and that you have gotten silent. Keep posting the minister's message. Let them know that we are Farrakhan and the idea and the mind and the concept and everything about Minister Farrakhan has been placed in the people so they can never, ever, ever get rid of the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan. So we're going to turn it back to you, Dr. Ava.
1: Thank you, Brother Terrence. And uh, before we get into the uh, program of course we have a long uh, line of uh, people ready to weigh in on the message delivered by the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and we have to remember that, was pre- that rally was precipitated by the Facebook ban of right. the minister's account uh, one week prior uh, to the community rally and there has been an outpouring of love and support from every walk of life for the minister and we, we don't want to however uh, overestimate the power of social media as has been noted by a number of people and you will see in the current edition of the Final Call newspaper, which is, I mean, the Final Call newspaper is just hitting it hard, issue after issue. That's right. The brilliant and beautifully photographed, beautifully written coverage of one major event after the other as the fall of America takes place and First and foremost, you should read the Honorable Honorable Elijah Muhammad's uh, article in the current Final Call newspaper, A House Doomed to Fall. Those of us still clinging on a conscious or subconscious level to this fantasy that white people will be here in the future, that they have a future, and therefore you wish to share yours with them, we implore you to stop Fooling yourselves This is going down And that's why there is such anger At the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan On the part of the Satanic Jews But know that the Million Man March And be reminded that there was no social media When the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan Called 1.8 million black men to meet him in the seat of government of the country that held us in bondage. There was no social media when Master Farid Muhammad went door to door in the city of Detroit and began to awaken the dead. And so keep in mind, Facebook is about 10 years old. The Nation of Islam has been here since 1930, so you add it up. And perhaps we need to consider that it is time for us to get up close and personal again with the community, and there's some great coverage of the FOI uh, out in the communities in this current issue. But before we go any further, Brother Terrence, I want to give, um, I don't know if she's on yet, but I want to give uh, congratulations to one of our regular guests on the program and a uh, supporter and listener of Elevated Places and, and a member of the legal team of the Nation of Islam, and I'm talking about Attorney Pamela B. Muhammad. Pamela, uh, Sister Pamela's article appears in the current issue of the Final Call newspaper, and it is um, incredible. It is very powerful, and it is entitled Black Codes, Reconstruction Plots, and White Economic Warfare. And so, Allah willing, she might be able to share a little bit with us this evening um, about the article she wrote. But it's very well done very much needed insight into white America's determination to prevent its former slaves from becoming economically self-sufficient. But it is, it's excellent. And, of course, uh, as we know, the, the main story uh, in the Final Call newspaper, and I love the title, Brother Terrence, on the cover, Unbreakable, unshakable. Right. and you see the minister looking so handsome so elegant with our dear brother brother Michael Reverend Michael Flager who has been a part of the landscape of the black community as the pastor of St. Sabina Catholic Church for decades and is loved In the community here in Chicago And St. Sabina For those of you that don't know It is in the heart Of the hood Okay, it's just a few blocks Down from the Final Call building And it's an Area called Auburn Gresham And Auburn Gresham is an area That uh, Trades places Every year back and forth with an Adjacent area called Inglewood, and these are where the most shootings, the most violent, uh, occurs. And this is what we are in the center of, and this is what we are doing, battle uh, fighting against. And between the uh, St. Sabina Church and the Final Call building, as you travel uh, from east to west, you'll see a hu- huge, enormous police station, okay. Mm. Uh, the the presence of the police is one of the big obstacles to the growth of the black community and you will always find Father Flager, uh, who's who's a community activist, always out fighting against the, the alcohol, the drugs, the guns, all of the things that threaten uh, and impede the growth of the black community. And so this, right. this was major and of course in the wake of Minister Farrakhan speaking at St. Sabina, the Jews called for the removal of Father Flager as pastor of St. Sabina Church. That type of action only serves, at least in my mind, Brother Terrence, to confirm our complaint, which is that they have too much control and too much influence. How dare you reach into the Catholic church and tell them how to run their church.
0: And then you have
1: Mm. a, unbelievable. And then you have a, the Cardinal uh, who gets afraid and scared. And we'll talk about that a little bit later too. I addressed him on my WVON show, but that has not happened. And trust and believe black people aren't going to let that happen. His, His congregation is 99% black.
3: That's right. And
1: again, though, are we going up in synagogues and telling uh, Jews which rabbis can be in the synagogue? And what did Minister Farrakhan say from the pulpit that is so objectionable? He said nothing that is not true. That's right. And as the phone call cover points out, the minister said, you've never had a conversation with me, but somebody made you to hate me. But after you get acquainted with me, the hate began to diminish and you began listening. And after you began listening, your hate turned to love. And that's why they are after him. So we're going to have a real good conversation tonight.
3: Um, And
0: it's.
1: Go ahead, the Terrence, yes,
3: sir. No, 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 no. It's, it's very deep what you said. and I, I really think you, people need to really hear what you just said, that mm-hmm. someone from the Jewish faith literally going and telling people in a congregation, basically telling black people to get rid of your Father Flager, your Father Flager that you <laughs> love.
0: <laughs> because
3: me that's not in the Catholic Church, me that— is not telling you this is an abusive husband that you need to get rid of, but the one who loves you, the one who takes care of you by teaching and feeding and the sheep. We want you from the outside to tell them him to get out because he's friends with somebody I don't like, and matter of fact, he's friends with somebody that all of y'all like. But I'm still going to come <laughs> and tell you what to do. I mean, that that's that's very. Arrogant and and bold, and I don't even think people can understand it from that. But they are, they are make it seem like it's about whatever he said. But it's like I don't care what he said. You don't dictate to me who's my friend. And certain yeah. people have pulled back their support. I mean, so this 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 whole sense of this is very interesting. And the reason why I brought it up because I I was I was in D.C. last night at the leadership um, conference for civil and human rights. And this is a huge national organization with multiple black organizations and white organizations that deal with civil rights, all in the lawyers, profession. all of that all up in this, in this mix. And what I recognize, it was a conference I went to last year by them, that the main ones leading the discussion about uh, uh, racism and uh, bigotry and stuff like that are the Jewish organizations. So it's almost like they are the ones control the narrative about what's hate and what's, you know, what's wrong and what is. So it's like, mean, we got to stand against anti-Semitism. So they push that strong. Uh, and I actually remember a conversation with uh, somebody who was a Jew years ago, and I remember them saying to themselves that Jews live in fear of extermination daily. And, all, you know, in, in this particular environment, I almost snapped, but I couldn't. But the reality that we are not <laughs> living with the fear of extermination, they are exterminating us daily as we just saw our sister just get killed
1: mm-hmm. just a amazing. couple of days ago. That—that That is amazing. Unbelievable. Well, we have uh, Brother Terrence uh, on the line uh and I, I definitely want us to uh, hear from her, uh, Sister Attorney Pamela Mohammed. I'm just trying to get back to. I'm, I'm in the final call newspaper, so I'm trying to get back to the screen. And I think I have it here. So I wanted to open up her line so that she can give us uh, a little bit of background and insight onto her current article in the final call newspaper in the Perspectives column column and it is very well researched and written and I was just thrilled when I saw it uh in my digital edition. assalamu Alaikum, Sister Pamela. Okay.
4: Sister Pamela? Oh, I'm sorry, I was on mute, mute myself. <laughs> um, well, Salam, this is Dr. Ava and Brother Terrence. How are you all this evening?
1: Oh, we're doing great. We're, we're so pleased that the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan has uh, been among us and celebrated his 86th birth. Really, yes, we're the ones celebrating the most his 86th birth anniversary, and is looking and sounding so good and strong. And so you, uh, we we feel blessed that we have the type of, yes, ma'am. But to have the type of assets that the nation has, we may not have a lot of land, but we have a lot of uh, talent and brilliance. We have human resources in the nation, Mm -hmm. and you're one of them. And uh, I was really to see your article um, in perspectives and it's, enti- it's entitled Black Codes Reconstruction Plots and White Economic Warfare and like Brother Rubin and others you know you, you do careful research and, and apply your logic so you know if you could just uh, talk to us a little bit about the article and, and uh, what, what your objective is and uh, why we really need to read that article in the, Especially in this time
4: Yes, ma'am Well, yes, ma'am I'd like to start off by saying All praises due to Allah, Sister Dr. Ava uh, Thank you so much for those kind words And thank you as well for giving me this opportunity To speak on your show This is just such a blessing as always um, I love you all so much and I and the knowledge that you all give us is the type of energy we need to get out here and dig deeper, you know, with your host, your your panelists, people like uh Brother Ruben and Brother Terrence. And so I just can't thank you enough for allowing me this, this time. But um, you know, I, I really I I I um wanted to in this article bring it from a historical perspective Uh, Because I have stumbled upon in my research how what we're seeing now with the blockage of our, you know, with our seemingly inability to grow economically and thrive, you know, this has been part of our experience from slavery, uh, from, you know, from the the beginning when we were – actually released from slavery or or that institution was over, you know, you had people who didn't have anything, uh, but all the wealth had been accumulated based upon our labor, and so then you see these people starting out, our ancestors starting out, and at every point, they were blocked economically by what is now known as uh, agreements between the former, the planners, you know, the, the former slaveholders, of course, they wanted to keep that wealth. So through, um, you know, just force and just refusal to give any kind of respect, you know, they would refuse to hire, refuse to pay, you know, they would make agreements between themselves and and, and that kept us in virtual slavery. I mean this idea that somehow we had not we have not made it because we've not put in the efforts or you know, oftentimes it's just capital, you know, we have to really start thinking about how there is unwritten rules that operate that just like when they you know, didn't nobody couldn't tell them how to treat black people it was no laws protecting us and they just lynched us and they you know no you're not going anywhere because i don't want you to but that 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 same uh type of practice is still going on in these boardrooms and you know this is something that even when the when they decided that they would um you know release the the black people who they have been holding captive you know. Many of the legislators knew we're not going to be able to get our, our brothers, white people speaking to each other. We're not going to be able to get our brothers to respect mm-hmm. these black people. So really, we're just giving them freedom in name only. But, you mm-hmm. know, they, okay. they, they could look at it and see their brothers, because of the capital, because of the hatred, it was never going to happen. And so I thought that article about Ice Cube and the other very well-to-do, you know, economically powerful black men, at least in our our part of the neighborhood, you know, when you see them not being, them being somewhat hampered from doing some things that if they weren't, you know, black, they would, of course, be able to do. Um, And you see the motive and you see the finagling, but in, essence you have to look at this is that same power structure holding us back keeping us in this place that you know they do and then they'll do it with a, a smiling face and as a lawyer you know we look at they'll do rulings you know because you know if you lose a particular um anytime a judge makes a decision he's going to write an order uh, telling you why the other side lost or won. And oftentimes those orders and name only, they don't really tell the story. The story is that the white people just chose to stick together, and they have this economic power. And it's kind of like what Brother Terrence was saying. They can't control our minds as easily anymore. They can't just tell us this is how you're going to think as easily anymore, but they can block the economics and access to some of their power because this is just what they choose to do. That's what they did with Kaepernick and others. So that, you know, the history is there and I just wanted to try to put it uh, in paper and perspective um, from, from when we, um, you know, began on this journey as being, you know, supposedly free uh, which the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan definitely sh- talk to us about how we're not citizens. We don't have the rights of citizens in this country. So that that was kind of my perspective, Sister Ava, and I'm sorry if I went on and on. I just wanted to and, and i things.
1: i I love your analysis, and I think the listeners do too. And lastly, you oh, know what I love most about it, you offer a solution. And, you, you know, you offer... The, the that which fits into a process which leads to the divine declaration of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad that separation is the best and only solution. And if you don't mind me quoting from the article, you said, I believe one solution for black business investors is to continue to build their own cable platforms, internet platforms, or other independent mediums as we are being forced to separate from the cold economic price-fixing schemes of our enemy that have locked us out of many of the promises of America's economic freedom since the end of chattel slavery. The Big Three Leagues, which is Ice Cube and that group, their black business investors have superstar status and are certainly moving in the right direction toward economic independence, and we appreciate their efforts. It is a great day as we are being taught by the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan that business is warfare. It is with this knowledge given to us by him that he was given by his teacher, the honorable Elijah Muhammad, that we should use. We will not be outsmarted if we follow the economic blueprint found in message to the black man. Yes, very, yes, very succinct to the point. Well done. And and that's what I think our people are looking for now, direct.
5: Yes, ma'am.
1: No sense. You know, stop playing around and build your own. That's right. Yes, ma'am. We have the yes, history of science and technology with brilliant brothers and sisters, many of whom, Attained their engineering Degrees and other uh, Technological degrees After hearing Minister Lewis Farrakhan And now They are offering their services They know how to build these platforms It's easy for them All they need is finance And so we have To donate and give Our pennies, nickels, dimes Quarters and dollars to the economic blueprint. Because that's one thing we can learn from the Jews. They keep that dollar circulating among themselves until it falls apart. But yes, I, I just want to thank you again, Sister Pamela. That's a great contribution. And uh, for, for all of you. Most of you yes, know ma'am. our sisters, you're a member of the family, but you're also a friend of the program.
5: And
4: um, I
1: think people know it. if they don't know it, you are a practicing attorney in Houston, Texas And so uh, you're somebody that knows what you're talking about But thank you, Sister Pamela And I hope you'll remain available Yes, Yes, ma'am And I, I want the listeners to know Sister Pamela will also be available as is Brother Ruben uh to answer any of your questions. I love this program, Brother Terrence. I mean, we we bring some yes. stars out in the night, yes, we don't do. we? Yes we do. Nobody nobody is is looking for or asking for accepting money. You know, we just we're just giving and, and trust me, this whole thing is about to be turned over to us. I was you know when I heard about my sister in Texas uh, and Sister Pamela and I talked about it earlier today, but when I heard it on the news initially, I cried. And shortly after, I was driving on Lakeshore Drive here in Chicago, and it, it's just a mecca of architecture, sitting on that beautiful lake. And I was looking at the, the buildings, and I was I was asking black people in my mind, why do you want to continue to cling to them? Why do you want to mix and mingle with them? Them being white people. And I looked at that skyline and I said, I don't. I wouldn't mind living in in some of these uh, edifices or doing business, but not with them. All right. They have to go. And then I thought about the honorable Elijah Muhammad. He said, Yeah, they will be going. They will be going. If you're feeling weary, just rejuvenate yourself. It's almost time to break the fast this evening. That's and right. know that Allah has our back. We're right there. You, you remember we were taught, as the doors to paradise open, many will leave Islam. And that's a warning that the enemy is going to come at you and I uh, individually and as a group with all sorts of little tricks to lure us away from our destiny
4: because his
1: ship is going down. All he can do is take us with him. That's all he has power to do, and let's not give it to him. All right. Mm -hmm. So let's uh, go ahead and get started as it's moving up toward the – we're almost at the end of the first hour. Let's go to our phones, and we're going to start out. With Brother Darrell As-salamu alaykum Ramadan Mubarak, Brother Darrell
6: um, Ramadan Kareem May Allah continue to bless the show I have a question For Sister Pamela And um, Brother Ruben But uh, before I ask the question okay. I was just thinking back On what uh, Brother Terrence He was saying about Father Flager, how he was trying To tell the 85% <laughs> Of his congregation to sit him down, and they are really sick people, very arrogant. Yes, uh, because when I love when Brother Tony Slash now, Brother Abdullah, when he spoke about when uh, our brother uh, Nipsey and how he spoke at Mas Marianne, and he laid it out, uh he laid it out so beautiful. Sister says she watched it twenty five times over and over to see the joy of what our brother is doing by listening and obeying Minister God But what they I love about what he said and I'm glad he did it that way is when he left after they got everything in order with the grips in the blood and he said he wasn't even going an hour or so at FY class left some of the brothers behind. And they get a call. He said, what the hell? (laughs) You know, we left. They was in peace. But now here's the mayor and the chief of police begging and asking him to come back. He said, I'm coming back anyway. But before I do this, I want you to go public and let these Jews know, since we are so hatred and the minister teaches this, if we are all of that, why are you asking us to come calm this down? So I want you to go uh public to the Jews and I am so happy he did it that way. Allah is definitely guiding him and he said, I kinda showed out, you know, calling them over there. Come over here. Yes sir. They was all doing what he asked them to do. But I am so happy that he done that. And another thing that they hate like Trump is doing, he's trying to yeah. sell a wolf tickets to China. And China said, you know, payback. You know, you, you broke treaty, after right. treaty with the Indians. So not here it come in your face, you can't handle it. So you're like a child telling well, you're gonna. If you don't do this, it's gonna be ugly. If we go to war, you are out of your mind. You know, thinking that you're gonna come against people that know that you've broke treaty after treaty, and they have not forgot what you have done to them. You know. So my question was to um, our beloved sister Pamela uh, about when I heard it, I felt just like you, so stable. We have the love and Allah is opening the love now for us to feel the pain of our people. When I heard a sister getting shot, and I'm hurt hearing a gunshot, and he said it was five shots, but she got hit with one, and everybody in the community said they knew she had some issues, but how did she get a taser from you? That's what he was upset about and embarrassed. She took the taser from him, and then he couldn't be a man to deal with uh, a woman where he had to shoot five shots at and one hit her. I didn't understand, and I I want sister to to kind of elaborate on it, but I'm glad our people are standing up. And the other question to Brother uh, Ruben, if he's still on, about hearing about the currency over there, and I was shocked to hear they saying they had misprinted on the new $50 bill three times, made an error on the money over there. So I just want to see a sister and brother could speak on that. And may Allah continue to bless you. I love you all, and may Allah continue to bless your show. I well, like Lakem.
1: Well, uh, All right, we'll start with Sister Pamela, and then go to Brother Reuben to answer your respective questions. Sister Pamela, are you still with us?
4: Yes, ma'am. Um, sister Ava. Uh, yes, sir. You know, to, in response to uh, what you're asking about the sister and the shooting um, I, the, the video tells it all, I think in this case, Mm -hmm. the video clearly shows, um, some things we don't see because I personally, I didn't see the taser. Um, I didn't see her taking a taser from him. What I saw was by the time he shot her, she was, you know, clearly on the ground when he shot her those five times. And, um, you know, there's, It's it's a situation that is really unfolding uh, Moment by moment Um, It's understanding that That area has a long history Of racist Police and brutality Uh, Going back into the 70s People are now coming out Talking about how the police beat up And killed their relative So apparently this this is You know those people over there Have a lot to say about how they kind of Live under a it, It just seems like a fear. Uh, They're living under fear. Um, So, Mm. you know, my mind is really boggled by what we saw because it it was no just, you know, he just killed her. He really just executed her. And everybody is, is, um, and she was known, you know, she was known to him is what we're being told because he supposedly lived in that apartment complex himself. And so mm. she was known as being someone who had, you know, some mental health or potentially mental health issues. Okay. So, uh, what we saw was just and mind-boggling. And and you know, one of the things Sister Ava that this that has been talked about is how there's been a couple of videos, but one of the videos you can hear the brother in the background kind of narrating and. You know, speaking, and so we're saying, you know, at what point are we going to stop standing by and um, not trying to protect, you know, our sisters, um, especially the sister who was brutally killed. So, yeah, I'll keep you all posted um, because I did have some notes, but I I think I left them in the car uh, because this is definitely something that has Houston very concerned. We're very we're very concerned and the mental health um, issues of the people are just traumatized uh, from watching that. Cause it's my understanding it was a lot of people in the parking lot at that time who witnessed that. Then they left her yeah. body out. That's something else I heard. They left her body, you know, out um, for a period of time and people are, you know, just really just were traumatized seeing the whole thing.
1: Hmm. You know, we're, we're, yes, we're told by minister Farrakhan during the summer leading up to Justice Orell's 10-10-15, that we are under chastisement. And the point you just raised about the protection of the woman, the minister issued a warning to black women after the Houston incident when a white man straddled the young sister. He said, stop video recording everything and just standing there watching. Right. We're we're not coming out of this without a fight. That's right. We we got to stop being scared to death. Yes. And and we're not going to re- be restored to who we are until we're away from them. So we're we're going to have to go away if if we're waiting for feelings of doubt and anxiety about. Going for self to dissipate, that's only going to happen through prayer and faith in Allah. We're not going to see proof of it if that's what we're waiting on.
7: Mm-hmm.
1: We can't see it from within the confines of Satan's mind because as long as we reside in this world, we also move within the confines of his thinking. And it is outrageous that we continue to stand around. That's why we're called sheep in the Bible.
6: Yes, that's
1: right. Yes, I've talked about it a million times. The minister's taught on it a billion times. Mm -hmm. It's all throughout the the lost sheep. The only animal you can do that to, and you can do it to black people. Right. You think you can go in Chinatown? And shoot down a Chinese woman and get away with it. You think you can go in little Italy, Greek town,
6: shoot a Jewish woman,
1: go where the Irish are? It doesn't happen except among us.
0: Mm
4: hmm.
1: That, 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 you oh, know, I, I didn't even know sorry. that part of it. I, I'm glad Sister Pam was on because I didn't even know that part of it.
4: Yes, ma'am. We, Sister Ava, and what... this.
1: Yes, ma'am. Go ahead. I'm sorry.
4: One thing I want to say, and they also... I, there's also been talk that he has a history of, of misconduct and that there have been some oh, harassment, God. prior harassment, do. because you you, you hear her say... You know, and I thought that was interesting. You hear her say in that video, you're harassing me because she had made a complaint, I'm understanding, in the past. And so I think she was trying to make him leave her alone, like, you know, no, this is harassing because she was doing everything he asked her to do. So um, I did want to put that in, um, Mm -hmm. the facts that we've heard down here.
1: You know, it's it's like the killer of Michael Brown um yes, in Ferguson who who made you know, who actually had, had he didn't he request assignment in Ferguson? Mm.
4: Yes, ma'am, that's Wouldn't, what they said. Yeah.
1: And and, and said it, you know, he he likes being in the black community. It's quote fun. Right, right.
6: right. That's what he yes, said. Ma'am. That's right. Mm hmm. Not yeah, fine.
1: Go some... among any species of living creatures, and the male of that species lets you molest the female. You you can't do it. You do it under penalty of death.
7: That's
1: right. Mm-hmm. It's a natural reaction. You know, in the Godfather. Sonny lost his life, yes, he was the hothead, but also it was a natural reaction and 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 his his enemy knew it. See, they know if you want to get a man upset, then attack the female in his family.
0: Mhm, mhm,
1: so they set a situation where this his brother in law starts a fight with his sister, and the brother-in-law beats the sister up, and she calls crying. Now, he had told that man, keep your hands." He already beat mm-hmm. him up. And mm-hmm. said, keep your hands my sister. So they knew that would drive him over the edge. But guess what? It should drive you over the edge.
6: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. You hit a pregnant woman. Now here's a devil who puts five bullets in this woman, and she's got new life. This this goes all the way back to Jim Crow to slavery.
6: Yeah. To day
1: one yeah. we encountered them on the west coast of Africa. This this goes all the way back. Point of origin. We've come back full circle to slavery because we want to be around white people.
6: What? Beast.
4: Mhm. And
1: he said separation or what? Death. Separation or death?
4: Or death.
1: Separation mm-hmm. or you lose the finals? No. Separation or death.
0: Mhm.
1: But this is I'm 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 losing it. So brother brother Reuben, are you still with
2: me? <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Assalamualaikum, oh, family. L- 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 l-
1: well, I'm
2: uh, like, well I'm beloved. Uh, um, I I want to uh, go ahead and answer Brother, brother Daryl's question But I, I just wanted to ask a question about that police shooting of our sister Here in Australia it's being reported uh, Very similar to I guess what I've seen on some of the big networks CNN, CBS, CBS etc. About the issue about the taser um, I had a question whether that's just something being thrown at us to throw us off, because if
6: right. the policeman
2: had right. fired his taser, uh, my understanding, uh, unless they have different kind of taser guns in Texas, is that once it's shot once, you've got to actually reload a new cartridge for it to fire mm. another time. Uh, and that's put there uh, as a safety for the police officers in case they do lose their weapon. So that taser gun would have been ineffective uh, doesn't matter who took it because unless they got another cartridge to load in there, uh, it's useless to, to our system. But that was a question I just had: whether the issue mm-hmm. of the taser is just being thrown around by the right. media uh, to somehow put justification on this policeman right. shooting, it, uh, you know, shooting her. Yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. that was a question I had. But uh, in answer to yeah. Brother Darryl, uh you are correct. Um, uh, Australia is supposed to have, uh, and in fact does have. Uh, some of the safest currency uh, you know it's got all kind of counterfeit measures and whatnot uh, some of the uh, safest currency in the world but actually what happened is they they did a misprint on it on about uh, a couple of billion dollars worth of fifty dollar notes uh, however the notes are still legal we can still use them they did put a typo on it uh, in someone didn't check the correct spelling of responsibility on it so uh, it's Kind of a bit funny right now. They will become collector's items soon because they're going to take them out of circulation very quickly in the next print run. So that 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 has been something that you know uh, has been quite funny uh, here in Australia. Billions of dollars of notes that have a, a typo that you can clearly see. Um, something uh, also that the Brother Daryl said I want to comment on is, is if I can have just a minute. He mentioned about China. Let us not forget the real history of. China here in the wake of what's going on with this uh, um, uh, school admission scandal. Because we know, uh, we've known for a long time in the black community that many of these uh, people who attend these exclusive white schools uh, don't get there on their own merit. We've known that anyway, and it's only now that it's coming out in trial. But in China, China's history with America goes back hundreds of years to mm-hmm. someone called Ilahu Wa Yale. Uh, uh, one of the people in a company called the British East Indies Company who was responsible, uh, him and his company and group of people who went into China and pushed drugs on uh, the Chinese people. And the Chinese nation Mm. became the world's largest drug addict. And you can go back to this history. And this man, Ilahu Yale, made so much money out of the drug trade with China that when he decided to retire... He had so much money that he gave the money to start uh, that Yale University, hence it's named after him. So uh, the Chinese have not forgotten uh, what happened and how many millions of them died. So don't be surprised when everything is made in China and all of a sudden uh, we start getting toys contaminated with lead and all these other Mm -hmm. kinds of things. So China has not forgotten, and it pays us to go back in the history to really understand what's going on today. So I'm gonna jump off. Thank you for the for your question, Brother Darrell. Asalamu alaykum.
1: Well alaykum salam that that's great, great stuff, Brother Reuben. And you know the um see two things uh that brother Reuben said that that I I want to zero in on it. and one is he said they that China, China has not forgotten. Now Negroes are always preaching to us In the churches and these politicians We should just forget slavery Just forget about it It's over, get over it But no, that's the other thing No other people forget their history They learn from it That's what it's for But we're, again, we're always the odd man out Because you have to think irrationally To accept the condition we've accepted So we always have this aberrant thought pattern That is instilled in us from the enemy That doesn't align itself with survival And definitely not with flourishing But I just thought that was powerful What Brother Rubin said They They haven't forgotten this And they handle America accordingly And then, uh, secondly, he mentioned you you don't know now what's going to come in here or the condition it's in. But I remember, I think it's Theology of Time, where the Honorable Elijah Muhammad was talking about the the Chinese and and really the the yellow man, you know, in the grafting process. And he said they love to fight, they love to fight, it's in their nature. Okay, they would just come up to you and start fighting you, all right? So this is the wrong nation to sell wolf tickets to. They're the wrong ones. Donald Trump is doing his job dismantling America. And as one of the senators from his own party said, nobody wins a trade war. You don't, you don't want to go down that path.
0: Mm-mm. Nope. And
1: especially America who has shipped all of her manufacturing elsewhere. Don't forget that. You depend on the rest of the world for everything now. But look at Allah. He loves to let the wicked set themselves up for destruction. Yep. So go. we're, we're going to go Yes, sir, Brother Terrence, you had a comment? No, no, no. I was saying that's how I go. Okay. Yes, sir. So here we go. Hope we got to her in time. Sister Ula. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so long oh, you, queen.
0: Right. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm sitting up here. This schoolwork got me. You know, this doctor degree is a, is a monster, but I, I'm glad you finally got me on because. I have something to say to Sister Pamela as well as um, Brother Ruben. Sister Pamela, I really admire your stance on how you've mentioned these children in foster care and how difficult it is to get children. I have tried seven times to get children and each time they made up some excuse, what they can give a sixteen-year-old girl to two white men as a foster parent. So I know it's oh, nothing personal. Yes, ma'am, it's nothing personal. So I just want to say that and give a shout out to Sister Pamela oh, because I've heard you talk about uh, <laughs> I've heard you talk about foster children. Your heart is there as mine is, and as yes, hard ma'am. as of Brother Reuben, I had an assignment. Where it's popped Thank up you. on the screen. Thank you, my dear sister. I had yes. an assignment that popped up on the screen, brother Ruben, showing about thirteen or fourteen universities that were in Australia. I did not know that there were that many universities in in your in your what is that your country until I had to do this assignment. And uh, I just wanted to ask you. Uh, are are these you know any of these universities dealing with natural healing? And now I'm gonna get off. And so, Ava, before I hang up, I had me some zucchini bread. I baked it myself. Oh, I oh. made oh, some Spanish rice and some vegetarian pizza, homemade. I just want to throw that out there for you. Uh, assalamualaikum.
4: <laughs> oh my goodness. Waalaikumsalam. Yes, ma'am. I just want to say thank That's you, uh, Sister Ula, all praises due to Allah. I admire you for what you're oh. doing, all that good cooking. So thank you. <laughs> you're so creative, and, and I appreciate you saying me. that, Sister. It's a war. Thank you're you. right. It's a war. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, it, it's a war, and
0: yeah. it's painful when you see children going yeah. through this. I did want everyone to say, Samia Rice asked me to Asked as many people as I could to sign her petition to keep the policeman that killed Tamia Rice, a 12 year old boy, from getting a job. They were going to try to let him go back into Cleveland oh, as a my police job. officer. I can't. Oh, I can't. Yeah, so she asked me to ask everyone to sign the petition to keep him from getting a job there. Thank go
3: you. Ahead.
1: Thank you so much, Mr. Oopner. Oh, okay. In a few minutes, I'm going to be chowing down <laughs> on some meat. Meat, <laughs> meat, yes, meat ma'am. I know meatball that's meatball right. Plant. Yeah, we got okay. a real talented uh, MGT, or one of them brought just, she brought to my door. Mm-hmm. Um, these meatless meatballs made from eggplant, which are to die for. They are so delicious. I can't mm-hmm. wait. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, Brother Reuben, you had something for Brother Ruben too, Sister
0: Ula, right? Yes. Yes,
1: ma'am.
0: Brother Reuben I wanted. I saw about twelve or thirteen universities in Australia, and my question is. <clears throat> That's right.
2: Does anyone she she has has natural healing? healing. Mm-hmm. Uh, assalamu alaikum. Yes, ma'am. Oh, well. Yes, ma'am. Uh, natural healing here in Australia is taught in, uh, the uni- on a university level. Uh, mm-hmm. I know many friends who are nat- natural healing doctors. And what they also mm-hmm. do here in Australia oh, is they coordinate with many of the world's oldest uh, mm-hmm. natural healing uh, places of learning such as Mm -hmm. in China. So Mm -hmm. you do a couple of years of school here in Australia, and you also Mm -hmm. get a chance to go and spend time in China. So you deal with not just food, but herbs and acupuncture and other natural Mm -hmm. healing techniques. So that's a very big thing here in Australia. And you're right, this is not just a country. This is a continent the size Mm -hmm. of of North America, but with only Mm -hmm. 25 million people. So just to give you the perspective, so uh, that's a big mm-hmm. thing here in Australia.
0: Hmm. Okay. Thank that's you. That's
1: awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Thank yes, you, ma'am. brother
1: Ruben, You're and thank you, thank you, sister Ula, for uh, extracting from our brilliant guest uh, columnist and also our contributor this this good information. Okay, we're oh. going to Thanks go. So on. And thank you, sister. So much, it's a great call Sister Darcelle is Holding Asalaamu Alaikum
5: uh-huh. Sister Darcelle Asalaamu Alaikum I just wanted to mention a couple of things um, mm-hmm. It was Interesting that Trump was Giving some um, Stating his criteria For immigration Based on that I'm wondering how his in-laws And what the first lady has really to offer well she married and married trump but as far as the criteria i felt that was pretty condescending and um i've been working on a a project and today i had a one of those um, online classes is the Digital Agency Day and just learning things about how the marketplace is changing. And based on that, I was wondering, will we get any kind of report or will you consider? I think I signed up for Project Separation, and I think there's nine ministries. Is there going to be reports um, that yes, we will hear on this um weekly show that'd be wonderful and since sister ula and you had mentioned something about meatless um, um, going meatless or whatever there has been a Mm -hmm. stock called beyond meat and it's all um it's a vegetarian um meatless um product and that has been the most successful ipo of um this year and it's interesting I think the stock initially was um, you could buy really um, the high end brokers could get the IPO price which was initially I believe $25 and it went all the way up to uh, a high like today of $93 and now they're getting competition and how it was described to me that instead of having an animal who eats vegetables and you eat them, and this is, you know, <laughs> their thing, where the beef, you go directly to a plant source. So um, that is something I feel is very interesting, and I felt what um, I thought that was interesting. And I want to say shout-out to Brother Ruben. I think his his whole historical perspective on things that are going on not just our world but um the land down under and other countries is very fascinating information i mean it's worth the ceus we should be distributing each week coming on (laughs) or listening to the show because it is Definitely, I feel I have a value-added relationship just listening to him and um, the attorney, Pamela, talks about. And everyone else, everyone basically on the show is such great contributors that they see the world, from their perspective, sharing it out with the rest of the nation. And I guess that's why it's called the Nation of Islam. Yeah,
1: and the elevated
5: uh, places is a...
1: One of numerous doors uh, Into to, to provide insight Into the nation of Islam Where you're not It's really things like this are a mercy Because sometimes People are afraid of, of Theology you, you know what I'm saying Of, of a belief system And it it, it it shuts Their mind down If they've been reared a certain way And they are introduced to a new belief system, a new religion. And so if you can start out with just intelligent discussion and high-level discussion, then you relax and you enlighten as well as educate. And it it brings us all together on a higher plane in a a world that is really savage at, at this point and is not going to, ever come up out of it, it's going to continue to deteriorate. So we need and, to get ourselves
5: up to a higher level.
1: But yes, ma'am, go ahead.
5: I was gonna say I was very proud that uh Father Flager um opened his doors to the um uh, minister mm. um Louis Farrakhan and the backlash he's getting and what no one has talked about Maybe because I um my children are sort of fifth-generation Catholic, what is going on with the police. And maybe um, um, Sister Pamela, Attorney Pamela could talk about this. I heard in Dallas they have gone to some of the churches there, and I think they're going to arrest one of the priests there because they were hiding everything. So maybe she can talk about that if she's aware of it, but that's what I've, I've um, been told. So it's interesting that the Pope is looking at this whole molestation of what's going on. Um, he he's addressing it a little bit differently now. So I just wondered if, um, since it happened in Texas, one of the places um, and it's been in the news. Yes, I wonder yeah. if he knew anything about it.
4: And. No, um, no. No, ma'am, Sister Darcelle, I don't. I don't know anything about that story, um, so I wouldn't be able to comment. But thank you. Yes, ma'am.
5: Yes, okay. Yes, ma'am. Well, I'll, alaikum salam, So I'll give this time. I'll yield my time. Thank you, Queen. Great
1: <laughs> <laughs> call, Sister Darcelle, always, always. We love your insight, and we thank you so much. Okay, we're going to go... Two, Brother Hoyle Let's see if I can get him
7: Assalamu alaikum Ramadan Mubarak family
1: Ramadan Kareem Ramadan brother
7: Hoyle. Uh, assalamu alaikum And excellent uh, salute To Sister Attorney Pamela mm-hmm. great job And Brother Ruben and all the guests Brother Terrence um, Excellent job um, I know this is one of the most powerful. I ran up on a saying of the honorable Elijah Muhammad, and it says, "In the judgment, everything will tell the truth on itself." And Ooh. we're in that time. And yeah, this I, I, I had to stop and <laughs> I, I, I posted it and I put drop the mic, Sister Ava. So you know, like I said, <laughs> like you were saying, we we, we don't have to i mean it's 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 gonna we're gonna be the winners we just have to follow the minister and, and his uh and just help him out and you know be righteous um i want i saw that killing um that that uh, it, it was disturbing um this the minister say this is gonna increase um i'm i'm trying to you know keep keep up with it was another situation. Maybe two weeks ago, um, I was out of town. I just got back from out of town, and um, but I'm I'm gonna get that. But we have to keep up with these things because some a lot of the, these killings are staying with their hiding. hiding. Uh, this one, but I'm I'm like this. Put the phones down. And let's protect our sisters and, and our people. Because
1: That's what I'm saying. I could just That's hear. That's what I'm saying.
7: And I try, and 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 I heard this brother like she got popped. You know. There's no way in that. Excuse my oh, expression. Wow. Hell, and come I'm on, that's right. On video. That's and, right. And, and I'm on live. You hit my sister. You know, oh my back God. to the time, of Brother Terrence, Minister Farrakhan, uh, you remember when Minister Farrakhan uh, said that he was working in this hardware store and there was this white policeman harassing this uh, sister? He left the store to protect that sister. He said, Don't you put your hands on this sister. Do you remember that? Uh, yes, it, it, was, it was probably when he was a young minister
0: and, He was uh, He was very
7: young Yeah he was a young minister And i I never forget that And oh and This 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 is going to really get y'all It was a white lady Said that it was 15 people Her son was drowning in the pool In a lake or a pool or something like that And he said everybody was filming They wouldn't jump in the water to help the, Her son now that's how desensitized we we become with these dang cell phones of emergencies and situations, I mean we have become how how you said, Sister Ava, that, that Facebook is like this false um it it's like a false drug, you know. You you broke it down, uh on your show, uh in Chicago, and that was oh, a beautiful yeah, show yeah. uh you and brother yeah. ashad did yeah and um and I love what you said um about us getting our own social media media platform we're gonna have to this is this is Zuckerberg's deal, and we're gonna have to get our own God is gonna force us to separate, but this is a beautiful show and and God is bringing us together this Donald Muhammad says this 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 is really beautiful, so um it's, it's it's sad on one part but but it's it's the shock of the hour to really get us together, to get us to make the kingdom of God. But I'm gonna let somebody else talk and I just wanna congratulate you, sister Turner Pamela. Great job you're doing and sister Ava, you're always doing a great job. And um I I wanna congratulate I want y'all to listen to Sister Ava's remarks on um, that was powerful what you did, uh study group uh, a couple of Fridays ago, Sister Ava
0: the oh, remarks you did control. on uh,
7: Collective Nine. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was beautiful. That was powerful. Crazy. But I got to go eat too. I hadn't eaten anything. She <laughs> talked about a, vegetarian I meatballs. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking out the window at <laughs> uh, on beloved.
1: Uh,
7: I got I to gotta go break it's this so fast time. too. So, like a Beautiful show, family. Ramadan Mubarak to all of you all. Aslamu Alaikum.
1: Ramadan to me. Beautiful call, brother. Well. You know, uh, I do I wanna refer to um an article not an article but um uh, uh, an uh op, from the op ed opinion editorial page of the New York Times, which by now, you know, is quite uh widely known. The co founder of Facebook, Chris Hughes, um, who about Ten years ago, not ten, maybe about six years ago, parted ways with Mark Zuckerberg. He was also his college roommate, and he wrote a very lengthy uh, editorial saying that Facebook needs to be broken up, and it's too big, it's too uh, much of a monopoly. Um, Obviously, he has his motives. Uh, This Chris Hughes In coming out Against Mark Zuckerberg And the New York Times Has its motive for giving All that space To uh, The article Now let us not Lose sight of the fact That Minister Farrakhan Has been on Facebook For years Years Okay um so why um now what 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 precipitated this move to ban him and trust and believe it, it it's a risky move you we're already seeing some of the fallout but that's just the beginning we have to appreciate and understand that the black consumer uh population brings a great deal of revenue to Facebook and Instagram, as well as other uh, social media platforms. Um, the reference that uh, Brother Hoyle was making that I talked about on my show comes from uh, Chris Hughes's article where he explains what is the source of Facebook's revenue. And keep in mind, this is a company that is worth a half trillion dollars, a half trillion dollars. Now, Facebook is in the middle of settlement negotiations with the Federal Trade Commission over violations of privacy. Remember a few years back? Uh, Facebook got in all this trouble with the Federal Trade Commission, which is the U.S. government, uh, because of uh, allowing others to, companies, etc., to have access to users' private data. Now, those of you that really love all this social media and are on it day and night and sharing your private moments in life with your, quote, friends, end of quote, Um, you got to keep in mind that when you are on Facebook posting, you are providing marketing and advertising companies and vendors with priceless information about yourself, and they are willing to pay money to have access to that, and that's where Facebook's money comes from. You have to ask yourself, how do they get paid? Well, I go on Facebook for free. They're not charging me. Oh, yes, they are. They're charging you something far more valuable than dollars. And let me read this from uh, the former partner and the co-founder. We pay for Facebook with our data and our attention, and by either measure, it doesn't come cheap. Facebook's business model is built on capturing as much of our attention as possible to encourage people to create and share more information about who they are and who they want to be. We pay for Facebook with our data and our attention, and by either measure, it doesn't come cheap. I, and this is Chris Hughes talking, the co founder of Facebook, I was on the original newsfeed team. My name is on the patent. That product now gets billions of hours of attention and pulls in unknowable amounts of data each year. The average Facebook user spends at least an hour a day on the platform. Instagram users, 53 minutes a day, scrolling through pictures and videos. They create immense amounts of data, not just likes and dislikes, but how many seconds they watch a particular video. Facebook uses that to refine its targeted advertising. Facebook also collects data from partner companies and from apps without most users knowing about it, according to testing by the Wall Street Journal. Right. Now, I'm going to just stop with that, but that's just something for you to think about when you're on Facebook and when you're sharing the intimate details of your daily experience. And over a period of time, you provide a very in-depth psychological profile of yourself. You're not only, Mm -hmm. you're not only giving them a timeline and telling them who's in your family, how you earn money. 'Cause people come on and talk about what happened at the job, what happened with the business, um, sit in a car and 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 this Facebook live, I mean that's like crack. Okay. Yeah, it
3: is. It really is.
1: It is. Because it, it's and, and what brother Hoyle was referencing about my closing remarks, um, at Study Group, which is posted online, um they, they know that the human being, every one of us has an ego, and the ego needs to be fed. And we are at a time, more than any, at least in the last 6,000 years, where the individual is emerging, and people are very conscious of their own need, they don't want to live vicariously through celebrities. They want to be the celebrity. Back when I was in child, a child, and I was coming up, movies were 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 very very popular. Uh, this is pre-internet. Not that the internet didn't exist, but it hadn't been uh, rolled into the mass market. Because white people have things for decades before they release it uh, to the masses. By the time we get something, it's it's been around. You know, they had color television in 1928, okay, just to give you a feel for what I'm talking about. But when, when I was coming up, there were movie stars, okay? Now, if you pay attention... There are fewer and fewer so-called superstars in the movies, Brother Terrence, okay? Back in the day, um, there were only maybe a dozen big movie stars. They had magazines out devoted to following the lives of movie stars. So people went to a theater and sat in the dark and looked at people on this giant screen and lived their fantasies through that person. Well, modern technology has given us the ability to fantasize individually with ourselves, but it's still a fantasy. It's not reality. So now we take selfies And we look at ourselves, and we scroll, and he said an average of an hour, but i got to pull the statistics up. Black people are more in the three-hour realm on on social media, three hours. So I, I say all that to say that right now Minister Farrakhan's account is closed, but everybody else still has their account. Why do you think that? Why do you think that's so? And should we not be... Blog Talk is a social media platform that we're on right now. But if you go back to Facebook, which banned our minister, banned the national representative of the Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad. He has no account. So I haven't really... I wasn't on Facebook that much anyway. I, I, I'm I'm so old and old school. I'm, I, I try to get in the swing of things and try to tweet, and I'll tweet, and then I'll go dark for months. <laughs> but we got to ask ourselves, do we want to be disconnected from him in that way? Now, we're telling ourselves, okay, He's not on, so we'll use Facebook to project his messages and project. But is that really what we're doing? Are we doing – you know, go back and think about if you if you post things on Facebook and Instagram, what have you posted on there since he's been banned? Mm. Have you been devoted to – uh, raising the flag And the cause Or are you still putting the little I had lunch with Joe Okay <laughs> I went shopping I bought some shades Okay What, what are you doing on there Crazy. I'm just saying Just be careful And think As the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said He said think five times Before you speak now I'm, I'm I am not preaching. I'm just thinking out loud right now, because I'm sure not any uh, bastion of 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 or or uh, exemplary model of of following Islam. But what I'm saying, think about it. Think about what you're doing. Okay, that that's all I'm saying. And is what you're doing consistent? With moving us forward On the nation Of Islam's program Or Are we still Helping to uphold Satan's world By continuing to be His economic Foundation That's what we have to ask ourselves And If we go to Facebook And you go to your your page one day, and it's not there, or there's something telling you, or you get an email from them like the minister did, saying that you have been taken down because you're dangerous. They haven't as as of earlier today. I went and checked before this show; mine was still up there. So in a way, I'm kind of disappointed that I'm not considered dangerous enough. Because if we're really with him, then they should be responding to all of us the way they respond to him. That's, I'm, I'm just saying. So anyway, we'll go back to the phones, and let's hear from Brother Derek. alaikum Brother Derek.
8: Hey, well, How's everyone? There you go.
1: Fine you, how are you, you know,
8: sir? I'm fine, you know you know uh, sister, um i i can honestly say ever since um last year december of last year, facebook been blocked me out of there <laughs> 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 why well i <laughs> and,
0: and and
8: and um and, and I want you to uh, to share with me some, some of the background story to how did study guide number 10 come about because when i read that back in the in the 80s Mm. it it was just like i i came across my life study because because i had devoted a lot of time since then to studying metaphysics so whenever i speak whenever i speak i i I speak in past present and also in future tense And, and, and uh and I'm and I noticed something about us. You 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 know our people man, we just so afraid to step. And the problem that, that, that I see a lot of us cause I have to ask the question, where are all the men? And and why is it that we are so slow to get angry? Because one thing I, I can tell you from the study of metaphysics is that if all of us would get angry at the same time, we will cause a disruption in nature. And, and and our anger mm-hmm. will be a righteous anger. And I mean boy. not only will we get angry, the birds get angry, the the fish, the and, and boy right. white why they gonna have a problem. And I wonder why we why why are we so slow to anger. Cause I say you get angry, it's gonna be a righteous anger, and then a lot of this stuff will be cleared up overnight. But I want to hear what you 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 guys have to say, now, and sister, Pam, you know I love you, sister. We right in the same city, and you know as well as I do, a lot of our people there in Baytown, they we we for whatever reason down here in Texas, we move God awfully slow, and we're very slow to anger. So I just want to put that out there, Slum <laughs> Lake. Thank you, sir. Any comments from the panel?
1: I'd I'll reserve mine until I hear from you all, <laughs> Sister Kim, I love Brother Terrence.
4: No, ma'am. Thank you, Brother Derek. Love you too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Uh, well, Brother Terrence, you did you want to respond?
3: No, I was just I was just laughing.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. okay. it, I'm just gonna say one thing real quick, and that is. Mm-hmm. I don't think so much we're slow to anger. I think our anger is misdirected. Yeah. And, th- th- and as a result of that, because we do unleash our anger with such speed and alacrity toward each other, that when it comes to the devil, to Satan and what they do, we are slow. we're not only slow to anger, we're like gassed out. We're on E. That's right. Because we we've already shot one of our own people over a parking space, or or a can of beer, or a drink, or something. See, we've already done that, and I think that's the problem. It's it's misdirected. You know. The failure to come to the aid of the black woman when she's under um, assault it's the hostility see I I didn't know that until you all said it that somebody made the comment um, she got popped I, I am absolutely appalled to hear that but as As they say, you know, shocked but not surprised okay i'm'm I'm, I'm not right. surprised by it,
3: and that's what we should be because
1: yeah. the enemy has by design made such uh, created such tension between the black woman and the black man. And all of it is rooted in integration. All of it is rooted in, in integration So th- th- that's just my view of it I-, I think our problem is not slowness to anger And that's what makes the minister Quote dangerous Because he's redirecting Our anger to the proper place Because he's telling us We should be angry at what anger, whatever angers God should anger us, not what angers Satan. We have the same feelings toward each other that Satan has toward us, so we resent and have contempt for each other, because that's what he harbors. All right, I think I think that's that's what uh, the problem is. Okay, so we're gonna. Uh, Let's see, we're going to go ahead and continue our phone calls <coughs> Pardon me And we have Brother Gary On the line Brother, Brother <coughs> Gary uh, As-salamu alaykum alaykum
9: as-salam And <coughs> Ramadan Mubarak Ramadan
1: Kareem, k- sir
9: To all of the panel um, It's always a pleasure to come on I haven't been on in a while however, but to each and every one of you, thank you. (laughs) Yes, ma'am. To each and every one of you, though, thank you so much for everything that you've done uh, and said this evening. All of it is beautiful. Um, I uh, didn't really have a question, uh, but what I have, uh, Sister uh, Ava, and uh, for all who are on the line, I just recorded a new track, um, and I wanted to send send it to you. It is called Queen Here to Stay, and I Ooh. wanted to send you a copy of that. Um, it is a, a song that I was writing, uh, and uh, I looked at the lyrics of, of the song as I was writing it, and I said to myself, well, I, I can't sing this. I can't sing this song. This is for a woman to sing, you know? (laughs) So uh, at any rate, it is, uh, yes, ma'am, it's out on iTunes, uh, Amazon, and CD Baby uh, as of right now, if uh, anyone cared to download it. But uh, for for Sister Ava, I will send that to you personally if you uh, would be open to receive it. <clears throat> yes, sir.
1: Yes, sister ma'am. Rona, yes, man. I would I, if you stay on, a, yeah, if you stay on, I have sister Rona uh, give you the information so you can uh, yes send ma'am. me the link to it. Okay, it's a beautiful it's a beautiful track,
9: and uh, I found a sister you who you know. uh, really had the right voice, the right vibe, and everything for this, and um, I have sent it to a few people. And they were just raving about it. So uh, I, I want to send it to you and uh, see what you think. All right,
1: now. Yes, sir. Thank you so much, <laughs> beloved. Praise be to All Allah. right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was, oh, beautiful. Now, Brother uh, Terrence, we're, we're going to have to start uh, winding down shortly.
8: Yes, ma'am, We're getting
1: close I'm to saying, that time. Yes, it is. And there is another article I wanted to share um, that was on the Internet. And, and again, please make sure, everyone, you subscribe to the uh, digital edition of the Final Call newspaper. It is a beautiful experience and just do it anyway to support your nation, okay? Okay. Um, But I I wanted to just share something real quick, and then um, if they are amenable, you know, get some closing remarks from uh, brother, I should say the very popular brother Ruben and sister attorney Pamela. But there's a brother who wrote – an article, I think for the New York Post and, and it's it's been uh a year or so, no less than a year. Um he wrote this in November of twenty eighteen. So you can find this online um on the Was- the Washington Post website. And uh he did an interview the writer's name is Eli Rosenberg. That's the writer. And the name of the journalist who's the, who's the subject of this is Mark Lucky. L U C K I E. Now, Mark Lucky is a black man. All right. The title of this article is Facebook Has a Black People Problem. Black ex employee spotlights race issues in public memo. Mark Lucky, a digital strategist and former journalist, says he accepted the job offer from Facebook reluctantly. At first, he did not want to move to Silicon Valley from Atlanta, where he was living, but his fiance was able to persuade him, telling him. The job represented an opportunity to make a difference in the influential social network. But as a black employee, he became disillusioned in his time at the company. After about a year, he decided to quit. And before his last day in mid-November, he wrote a long memo that he sent to the company staff. The memo is in the news this week after Lucky made it public on, where else? Facebook. Lucky argues that the company is failing its black employees and its black users, that would be us, allegedly by excluding them from events and the important work that guides Facebook's service. Lucky, who worked as an editor at the Washington Post previously, notes statistics that demonstrate black users are one of the most engaged demographics on Facebook, with more using the service to communicate with family, 63%, and friends, 60% than Facebook users on average. So here we are, we use it the most. That's the point. He wrote, black people are driving the meaningful social interactions that Facebook is striving to facilitate. But Lucky argues that the experience of black users are far from positive, citing a report from an investigative outlet that documented instances in which posts from black people have been removed as hate speech. Now, mind you, this was written in 2018, and the minister was banned last week. He goes on to say, underrepresented groups are being systematically excluded from communication you can see this reflected in everything from the guest list of facebook's external programs the industry events that the company sponsors and the creators and influencers who appear in explore tabs on instagram the power users who are verified on the platforms and more he spotlights the company's low number of black employees, part of a long-standing problem with minorities at tech companies. The company announced over the summer 4% of its employees are black, and only 1% are in the technical and leadership roles. The number of black workers in technical jobs at the eight largest tech companies has gone up to 3.1 percent from a 2.5 percent, pardon me, in 2014. And the issue remains central to discussion about the future of the industry. Black people make up only 3 percent of employees at the top 75 companies in Silicon Valley. Now, listen at this. This is the the core of this article for me. Lucky said, Facebook's disenfranchisement of black people mirrors the marginalization of its black employees. I'm going to say that again. Facebook's disenfranchisement of black people on its platform mirrors the marginalization of its black employees. In my time at the company, I have heard far too many stories from black employees of a colleague or a manager calling them hostile or aggressive for simply sharing their thoughts. A few black employees have reported being specifically dissuaded by their managers from becoming active in internal black groups or doing what they call black stuff, even if it happens outside of work hours. Black employees recount many stories of being aggressively accosted by campus security. And then Facebook goes into their usual robotic response. We've been working diligently to increase the range of perspectives from those who build our products and serve the people. We support all employees, blah, blah, blah. And, and so, beloved, I, I am just saying that to, to say to us that we have got to become more vigilant, more proactive, and, and, and more ready to let go of something that we may enjoy doing. I didn't say you, I said we. Things we've come to enjoy doing, but in doing those things, we're facilitating the the lifespan of America in, in doing these things. So we we just that, that's really my soapbox, brother Terrence,
4: for this evening,
1: that I'm I'm praying that we all of us become more conscious of of what we're doing. Minister Farrakhan was on Facebook because that's where we are. That's right. The messenger of God, it's called the messenger for a reason. He delivers the message. And he's going to deliver it wherever he can find us. But if they cut him off of one outlet, another one is going to pop up. And we're seeing that. Remember, as we go through our Quranic readings during Ramadan, Allah told the messenger, your only duty is clear delivery of the message. And we know this man has gone far beyond his duty, way Beyond his duty, and so now it is up to us who have been the recipients of that message and and I was going to go into something else but i i we're we're almost out of time, so i'm I'm gonna leave it alone but we we should just pay very careful attention to the timing of the closing down of the minister's account, and we should become. Uh, develop more of a sense of urgency in supporting those among us who have the talent uh, to create our own independent uh, platforms for us. So I really want to um, thank um, Brother Rubin, um, our contributor and analyst, and also um, Sister Attorney Pamela Mohammed. And Sister Pamela, if you're still with us, if you wanted to have any closing remarks, oh, let, let me say this real quick: project separation, uh, which Sister Darcel asked about, and yes, you are going to start getting um, more information through uh, having given us your text, given us your phone number through text messaging. But I want to uh, share with all of you the upcoming schedule for June. Uh, First of all, next week, the 23rd, I will be in um, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. They are having their town hall meeting on Thursday night. And what we're going to attempt to do is uh, bring you the town hall meeting on location. But whether we're able to do that or not, this is why I have a brilliant co-host and producer. Uh, Elevated Places will go on. But... We are going to be in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, uh, next Thursday night. Now, on June the first, June the first, Saturday the first, separation town hall meeting in Raleigh, North Carolina. Hope that's close enough for you, Brother Terrence. Um, June the fifteenth, Richmond, Virginia. June the fifteenth, Richmond. Virginia. June the 21st, which is actually the Friday night, a large town hall meeting will uh, take place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. That's Friday, June the 21st, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Saturday the 15th uh, is Richmond, Virginia. June the 1st, Saturday, Raleigh, North Carolina. And next Thursday night, the 23rd of May, will be uh, Milwaukee. So we're back back in business, uh, activating the tour so that we can prepare our people for the referendum on
4: separation. Thank you all.
1: Sister Pamela, did you have any closing remarks?
4: No, you know what, Sister Ava, I just wanted to thank you once again for allowing me to come on the oh, show and thank me. your beautiful listeners and contributors. For stimulating my um, interest and intellect, and you know, we're just believers. You know, striving to be believers, and I just love being with uh, you all on this on this platform. So thank you so much, and uh, that's what I want to say. Ramadan Mubarak.
1: Ramadan Kareem, and keep up the good work. I hope hopefully uh, we'll, we will read more of you in the final call, oh. uh, newspaper and other outlets. In the future. Yes, Thank ma'am. you, beloved. Brother Reuben. did you have a remark to make before we signal or close out? Or go off the air. Uh oh. My bad. No, I didn't have his mic open. I'm sorry, Brother Reuben. I right, didn't have I'm... your mic open. <laughs> <laughs> yes, ma'am, it's all good. it's okay. Um very
2: quickly, <laughs> Sister Darcel mentioned beyond meat. Um, Let's remember we're living in Satan's world. Uh, When they first came out with this product, had soy and a whole lot of other things. They've flipped that around. They've put pea powder and other things. Family, go online, go on Google, read the ingredients because, as they say, the devil is in the details. So once we look closely, you'll see whether that is in line with how to eat to live. So uh, inshallah, I'll be back with you next week. May Allah bless us all with a successful week of Ramadan, and I love your family. Assalamualaikum.
1: Well, salam We love you back, and and I'm I'm glad that uh, brother Terrence that brother Ruben said that. You know, go on and make your eggplant sandwiches, your eggplant balls, and your uh, sister Carmela here in Chicago at the foodie restaurant. Uh, makes an incredible broccoli sandwich, and they are providing. Uh, Brother Imam Sultan Rahman has uh, worked with uh, several restaurants and foodie restaurant, uh, providing the iftar, the iftar dinner uh, last Friday after study group with uh, an array of delicious food. And that will be occurring throughout uh, Ramadan. May, uh, Brother Terrence, thank you so much for being a wonderful co-host. Sister Rona, thank you so much for being a great producer and helping to organize the town hall separation meetings. And thank you to all of you who have listened in and who have logged in and those of you uh, who take part in the discussions and make Elevated Places the place to be. Inshallah, we will be with you next Thursday. May Allah bless us all with love and the light of understanding as I leave you in peace. Asalaamu Alaikum.